Hello and welcome to episode 32 of the Sustainable E-Commerce Podcast, the show dedicated to helping you build your brand for a healthier planet. As always, I'm your host, Giles Smith. Now, I just recently attended Purpose Conference here in Sydney, and one of the key insights that came out of listening and chatting with the founders of Sustainable Brands was just how important it is for brands to activate their customers and engage their community towards making an impact. And with that front of mind, I was delighted to get the opportunity to chat with Tom Ferrier, founder at Greener, a tech startup that aims to connect sustainable brands with mainstream consumers so that we can reduce climate change with every dollar spent. Like me, most consumers want to do better, but don't really have any idea what their starting carbon footprint is, nor do they understand the simple things they can change to reduce it. The Greener app is designed to bridge that gap, helping both customers and brands make impactful changes and shop better. Now, I do love things that make it easier to do better. And what could be easier than an app that allows you to do better in just a few taps? Plus, it's a fantastic avenue for sustainable brands to get in front of new mainstream customers without a single dollar spent on ads. So with that, let's start the show. Tom Ferrier, welcome to the show. Giles, thanks for having me, mate. It is a huge honor to have you here, to be honest, Tom. I've been watching from afar what's happening with Greener over the past, oh, at least a year since one of the earliest times you had a website up, I think, and watching the evolutions and the iterations and all that sort of stuff happen. And I thought this might be a good juncture to get you on the show and chat about all that. But Obviously, what we like to do here is to do a bit of a backstory. So what's your background, Tom, and why did you get to start this greener thing? Well, mate, I'm really excited to hear that you've been watching while we've been busy in the trenches, testing, iterating and learning. And I can't wait to share more about that. But to really take you back in time, I used to be, um, I used to lead the global IT strategy at a large corporate here in Australia, um, which was fantastic got to travel, we covered 60 countries, all of this great stuff. But I'd been in that role about six years and I saw a quote that truly changed my life. And that quote was, the biggest risk in life is not to take a risk at all. And when I saw that, I thought, I don't want to be 80 years old in my deathbed, just wondering what if. And I decided to hang up the suit and tie and roll the dice. Worst case, I go back to corporate. But best case, maybe I'll do something truly special that can change the world. And that's what I've been really busy focusing on doing. It makes the hairs stand up on my arms a little bit hearing that because I remember reading something very, very similar. And I remember having a moment in my corporate career when I thought, okay, now it's time. I I don't want to be, it almost feels, it gets to a point, doesn't it? Where you go, you know what? The greatest risk is actually staying here and continuing to do this because it's comfortable. It's easy. It pays me a bucket load of money but it's not fulfilling. It's not, it, I can do more. I can be more. I can, I can push the boundaries. And so it's really interesting to hear that journey from you as well. And I, I love that, but why, why greener? How did you end up in green tech of all things? Well, mate, it wasn't greener to start with. So when I hung up that suit and tie, I tried my hand at a social enterprise and it was all tech enabled and so on, but that just didn't work. And it took me too long to figure it out. It was grueling. It was an emotional investment of time, money, and just my whole sense of being. 
And when it didn't work, it was shattering. Um, I couldn't get out of bed for a couple of weeks. And I was forced to go to an event one night where someone actually came up to me and I was having a drink and they said, did you know consumerism is the cause of the climate crisis? And I thought, oh, my God, I haven't even been introduced to you yet. I don't know your name. I've only <laughs> just managed to get out of bed and you're hitting me with this? That's a bit heavy, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, mate, I, I sculled that glass of wine in one gulp. And they kept going and they said, it's because everything we buy has a hidden price tag on the planet. That price tag is carbon, the key contributor to climate change. And they actually piqued my interest with that because in my mind, I'm a really visual person. I started seeing all the things that I buy and I see the price tag, but I wondered what that invisible price tag was. And so I actually said, okay, you've got me. Tell me a bit more. And they said, well, you probably don't know, but we can actually stop this crisis if we all got our carbon footprints down to two tons per annum. So my instant question back was, well, what's mine? And they said, well, look, I don't know what yours is, but the average Aussie has a footprint of 20 tonnes. And I thought that's a massive gap that needs to be bridged. But I didn't realise that we all had our own individual target to make a difference. And I also didn't realise we could stop this crisis that we all just keep hearing doom and gloom about. So I thought if we could create something that was really engaging, positive message of hope, and made it super easy for the mainstream to be part of the solution, Maybe we could actually do something to solve this problem. And that's where Greener was born. The next morning, I didn't struggle to get out of bed. And I've been getting out of bed super early and going to bed super late every day since to try and bring this to life i i love it the, the power of mission eh? the power of mission the power of purpose you just can't you can't buy that so when did it kind of become what it is now in your mind like when did you formulate this into the well perhaps we should take a step back actually what is greener then what is greener uh, how do how will people use it and why is it making that calculation easier yeah sure before i answer what greener is i'd love to share with you why we exist um, you touched on it before, purpose. And being a B Corp ourselves, purpose is at the heart of everything we do. So our purpose at Greener is to build a world-first green economy, one where every dollar spent is carbon neutral to help end climate change. And taking it back to that event when that person came up to me, that would mean that can of Coke or the other things that we buy every day do not have that hidden price tag anymore. And we are not contributing the problem. We're actually solving it with every dollar we spend. So to deliver on this purpose, we've got two complementary solutions that really bring people and businesses together to achieve the vision. The first one is greener for business. And it's more geared towards the small to medium enterprises who don't have a sustainability manager. It's a super simple platform that in under five minutes provides businesses with their own personalized pathway to get greener. And it makes it super easy for them to do it. They can then be taking action within 10 minutes. And the best bit is that we bring them new customers for their effort. And that's via the second part of our solution, which is the Greener Consumer app. And it gives people greener brands in the palm of their hand for everything they buy. And then it automatically turns what they buy carbon neutral to help in climate change. So by making it easy for both sides of this equation, businesses and consumers, who buy from each other and sell to, or buy from one and sell to the other, by making it easy for both of them to decarbonize, we can start to bring those footprints down and really tackle the problem. And we've got great support. 
We're still pre-formal launch, um, but we've already got over 200 brands that have joined the green economy that we're building as founding partners. And you may have seen just a couple of weeks ago, we've just secured capital from one of the big four banks, which is an absolute game changer for us. It brings us so much credibility and scale for both sides of this platform and a partnership with the peak body in retail here in the country, the Australian Retail Association. So if this green economy really takes off just here in Australia the way we hope it does, just here in Australia, we could take the equivalent of 58 million cars off the road in emissions each year, which is three times the number of cars on the road in the country. I mean, I think I'm going to have to do a bit of a search for some sort of sound meme that that means brain explosion, because that's what I, I feel like playing now at this point. There's just so many questions I have for that. But huge kudos credibility there from a i won't i won't dwell on this but just from a from a capital funding point of view getting some money out of a bank to fund this is just a huge statement of what a fantastic opportunity this is how important people are seeing it and you know is 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 a huge big tick uh in in greener's credibility tank for sure i mean no doubt anybody that's sought funding themselves knows this so amazing well done but i'd like to drill in a little bit further into each of those journeys because I can't I kind of think there's almost three you said two but I feel like there's three or three parts anyway so first of all the consumer part right that the, you and me just buying stuff online that in itself almost makes me stutter with uh, I, I've got so many questions about that but how does it work principally what's the big building blocks that enable someone to reduce their overall footprint using the app what's the core of it and let me walk you through the journey as if Right now, you don't have the app. Yeah. And in a couple of minutes, you'll be shopping. Every dollar you're spending is helping in climate change. I love it. So you download the app. And before you know it, we're then providing you with green brands in the or greener brands, I should say, partners um, in, the palm of our, in the palm of your hand for everything you buy. And it's really about then understanding what these brands are doing that are better for the planet. So it's a really engaging experience. Education is key. And we've learned this through a number of our pilots. Some people just love the bite-sized information. Did you know chicken emits 90% less carbon than beef? Greener doesn't tell people you've got to go vegan. But if you want to make a bit of a better choice next time you make it, you're buying a burger, maybe try the chicken one. So it's a real positive, interesting, educational approach. But if you then want to make sure that every dollar does help end climate change, users can opt in to connecting their bank account using secure open banking technology. We're one of the first fintechs in the country to have this accreditation. And we have gone through so many hoops, security, policy, everything. But we're really proud that we've come out the other side after a lot of heavy lifting. And we then get read-only access to see all of your transactions. So that 20-ton average footprint I mentioned before, that's really based on just what the average Aussie buys every day. So we've got the most comprehensive carbon database in the country that we've built up with the University of Sydney. Um, and it's relevant to our very carbon-intensive economy here in Australia. The same data set the UN and the IPCC use for their Paris Agreement. So then based on what you're buying today, Giles, we'll see that we apply a carbon footprint to it and you might be at 15, you might be at 20, you might be at 30 tonnes. And you've now got your baseline and it's our job to help you improve it and get closer to that two-tonne target that'll help end climate change. So whenever you buy from a brand that's part of our green economy, not only do you see what they're doing to be better for the planet, but that brand commits to automatically carbon offset the remaining emissions of your purchase. Now, some of those brands may already be carbon neutral and they may be, they may have, you know, not 
they're just not leveraging offsets, but they're actually doing the proper avoid, reduce emissions, and then offset the rest. But regardless, we then make sure that the remainder is carbon offset. So you know that that dollar was carbon neutral. And then when you're not buying from a brand in the green economy or that's carbon neutral, we can provide a smart suggestion to shop carbon neutral next time to help you again, bring your footprint down and get to that target. So that's a really high level overview. But the ultimate thing is, we talk about this all the time. One of our core values at Greener is what we call magic underpinned with science. This climate space, it's just too complicated. It's, there's just too much, even carbon, carbon footprint. How does it weigh a ton? It's air, it's weightless. We make sure that we deliver a magical experience that attracts the mainstream, not just the deep green. Um, but we've got the deep science and credibility that underpins it by our work with University of Sydney and Harvard, because we know that trust is paramount in this space. Amazing. And it's obviously critical that you do go for the mainstream because that's where we are now. And of course, you, you're not going to affect the outcomes that you want just by going with eco warriors uh, who are by and large, doing a better job anyway. So uh, good on you for doing that. And you've actually answered a whole bunch of questions that I had around how this whole thing fits together already in that little intro, which is awesome. But just sort of drilling a little bit further. So obviously, you've got the sort of traditional, fairly well known, I guess, spending patterns of, you know, shopping at Coles, you know, and, they, and you're going to see a transaction come through there. I'm pretty sure in saying that you're not going to see, you don't have access to all the individual line items on there. So on an individual basis, if I shop, you know, if I go and do my calls online and I've got a $350 charge come through, you, you're you not going to break that down any further, right? So you're making some kind of statistical analysis on what that would be, I'm guessing. Is that that's fair, right? Day one, yes, but we still do hone a little deeper than just your $200 spent at Coles. What we've seen is it's not just what you spend that makes up your carbon footprint um, or how much you spend, but it's what you're actually buying, which is getting to the crux of, I think, your question. Mm. And while we can't see if that $200 at Coles was $200 worth of steak versus $200 of black beans, what we do know from our users, they love sharing more about what they're doing to get better themselves. So you may be a vegan or a heavy carnivore, and we then apply um, additional override factors for those, business, uh, for those purchases based on that. However, longer term, we are looking to get to that product level visibility based on what you purchase. It's just not available today. Yeah. Um, we're in the whole brawl, walk, run approach. Yeah. But so is the world. And the carbon data sets at that product level still aren't available. So something that 65% of our early adopters want, and we'll be chasing it as soon as we can. It's the smart way to go. It's the relevant way to go. And of course, this whole sustainability thing is a journey anyway. So, you know, uh, really, it was a clarification uh, more than anything else. And then, you know, if I'm based in Sydney, but buying something online from some other state or even overseas, have you got some clever, smart stuff that looks at the actual transportation carbon footprint of that as well? We've got some smart-ish stuff that will only get smarter. Yeah. So as with most things, it's based on the data that we can get our hands on. Um, and if it's purely transaction data, we only get to a certain level of visibility. But for some brands, we can get a lot more accurate. For brands that may be online only or have measured their emissions, we can start to, we've got a whole sort of team and I guess data model that helps then take average carbon emissions across the economy by category and overlaying your vegan factors or what, or your diet factors or what have you. 
but really factoring in a specific business's emissions profile. And that's something that we don't believe any, anyone else in the country is doing when it comes to consumer footprinting. And we know that no one else is doing, I guess, the things that we're doing to make it easy for the mainstream to reduce. So long way to go, but like you said, on the journey. I think it's, you know, an enormous, not even a step forward, it's an enormous leap forward for, well, everybody really in terms of their ability to not only do better, but actually see where they're starting from, right? I mean, what an incredible advance that is. Because I, like you, I have no idea, really, ultimately, I've got no idea what my existing footprint is. It would be an absolute guess. And that this this gives us something something to put, you know, to get a handle on and, and do better with. So that's fantastic. But then the next part of this was obviously the brands coming in. And, and you said that you, you had a kind of like a, a greener element to help brands and businesses do better, buy better, have a lower, lower footprint. So can you just talk a little bit about that part? Does it work in the same way or is there some different, something different about it? Look, it's super similar. And I think you alluded to it before. Are there two journeys? You're maybe saying three. So we've got the consumer journey we just touched on. And then I'll just quickly talk to you about the two business journeys. So the first one, if if a large, larger or medium-sized business wants to be part of this green economy, but they've already got their own sustainability manager or chief sustainability officer, they're probably doing the great things already to allow them to qualify for the green economy and then be showcased to consumers. So think maybe your Nando's type businesses or much larger in the grocery and and other spaces. That's great. They're fantastic. And many of those we're signing up right now. But what we also have learned over this, um, I guess, startup journey is that 96% of businesses here in Australia are small to medium enterprise. Mm. And while they all, virtually all of them want to get greener, they don't know how and can't afford it. They can't afford sustainability, people. They're flat out just trying to keep the barista happy and hired behind the coffee machine, let alone trying to turn their business green. So that's where Greener for Business comes in. And it's for businesses that don't have a sustainability resource. And in under five minutes, they simply go through the platform, very similar journey to the consumer, but they answer a few questions around what they're already doing, if anything, in the sustainability space around emissions, waste, better materials, and so on. And after that, they then get their own personalized pathway to get greener, where we start providing them with the low-hanging fruit to get started. It's all about feeling good and getting those early wins to build momentum to the larger pieces. So we might say, hey, you haven't switched to certified green power, or you don't have solar, but you've got the ability to uh, house solar on your roof. If you switch to certified green power, it can take around 10 minutes and it's one of the most impactful things you can do. So businesses can start to really chip away at it. They then unlock badges, which get shown to the consumer in the consumer app. And the business then can join the green economy with a click and then again, reap the rewards of new, I guess, values aligned consumers. So we're really focused on not being an exclusive, you know, shaming, oh, you're not green enough you're not big enough or what have you, you're not small enough. We're inclusive for so many different businesses and we're about helping them all get on the journey and making sure that we don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good 
while at the same time driving tangible impact. Well, I was saying this to someone else the other day, actually, offline. You know, this whole thing about being, you know, good to great. Good is the mortal enemy of, of great. And you're thinking, well, that's fine. But, you know, great is also mortal enemy of any progress because you can wait for the perfect situation to happen and then you don't do anything. And so this makes absolute sense to me. And of course, you know, with some interesting times ahead of us in the economy, I, it makes absolute sense to do greener type things in your in your home office in your in the head office you know outside of just the supply chain but generally those things are going to end up costing you less money as well so that all makes sense and if you've given you've given them a pathway to come and do this inside the app well that makes a lot of sense too so i love that but the third piece which i think makes a very compelling picture is for those brands, you know, many of them that have been on the show and and I work with that are out there being sustainable brands, doing some really, really interesting things, you're giving them an opportunity to get in front of a customer base that has voted with their feet by downloading something on their app and with their credibility by by connecting up their bank account to say, I want to be, I want to see more sustainable options. And what a fantastic opportunity that is. So can you talk about that a little bit? 100%. This is what excites us the most. McKinsey have said that the next frontier of loyalty is a coalition of different brands coming together with a unified and meaningful value proposition. And we don't see anything more meaningful right now than taking action on climate change. Now, some of the brands in the early days, they were all excited about it. But before you knew it, we started to see more and more logos pop up on this green economy that we're building. And many of them were saying, we want to bring our customers together and share it with that brand. And then they share it back. And it's this ecosystem approach, which is just so exciting. And these brands, some of them massive, really well-respected and green brands, think T2, the tea company. They're a fantastic B Corp. And they've said, we want you to turn our stores green for launch. We want decals on our store window saying we're a greener business, part of the green economy. We want it on our website, on our point of sale. And that way we can really amplify the impact we could drive. And so what we're now seeing is that we are really just helping be the orchestrator of this green economy by making it easy for everyone. And if we can then get these brands to share their customers and therefore give people greener options for everything they buy, we can generate some unprecedented impact. And as I mentioned before, it's that 58 million cars off the road that we're looking at just here in Australia. And then the numbers start to skyrocket as you look to overseas markets with such larger spend profiles and populations. But that's what truly excites us, Giles. And that's just on the consumer side, helping businesses get greener, the smaller guys that don't know how, or just bringing those deeper green ones that you've mentioned. You know, Zero Co is a great example, Mm. doing great things for the planet. How do we bring them more of the customers they need and make sure that those customers are buying less of the stuff that's causing harm? And we think we've got a really cool way to do it. It's becoming a no-brainer the more you talk about it. It truly is. And and with the difficulty of getting in front of customers in our current digital environment, the allure of having your brand in the pockets of the consumer so that when they pull it out and get their greener app open, suddenly you're popping up there. That's a powerful message. And so, but how would that look? What would that look like from a consumer point of view? When, how would they actually get exposed to a brand that was working with you guys as a partner? A number of ways. And I'm sure we'll just keep getting better testing and learning and iterating, but I'll share what happens today. Yeah, perfect. Based on where you're spending, 
if you're not shopping with brands, carbon neutral brands or brands in the green economy, we then see that and we can provide smart suggestions to start shopping greener. So that'll give you convenient options that are fairly like for like and our um, machine learning still getting smarter, it's still learning, but like for like in that category. And it's not just you shop here, you should shop there. It's you've been buying here. Here are some really great green alternatives and why they're greener, but also why they're better. You mentioned before going green no longer needs to be a compromise. You know, you're getting cheaper options, better options that last longer. So we really tell that story, whether it be through the email journey with our users, in-app journey, notification journey, and give them tangible options to get closer to that two-ton target. And some of our users have just said they love the really simple bite-sized pieces of information that did you know? I didn't even know there was recently, there's this new solar-powered barbecue that's come to market. Looks fantastic. Don't need to carry a gas bottle down to the beach. You um, you can cook down there. Just really interesting, innovative things. And whether or not people are going to buy it, maybe a portion of the audience will, but people love the stories. They love the innovation and it sparks their minds on how things can just be better for the planet. hundred percent. I mean, I, I immediately need to know what that barbecue is because uh, <laughs> I'm excited about that right now. Uh, okay. So that is awesome. How can brands get involved though, Tom? What do they do? When are you launching? What, what do people need to do to be there? Fantastic. So the short answer is um, right now, as I mentioned, we've got over 200 founding partners of the green economy. And we've got an exclusive offer for anyone, any brand that does join up pre-launch. Mm -hmm. And it really is, it's been described to us by these partners as a no-brainer. We're showcasing them to get new customers. The offering really promotes their brand. And we've made it so simple and so frictionless that brands are signing up like there's no tomorrow. So it's as simple as going to our website, www.getgreener.com and getting in touch with our team. And then that way you can then see if you qualify for the green economy. If not, we can help you get greener with some advice. If you do, sign you up as a founding partner so that when we do launch and it's looking like it'll be sort of middle, uh, sorry, early to middle of next year, you'll be there as a founding partner and get all of the benefits with it. And your customers will likely get a preview of the app and get to use it before anyone else. So that's how we're doing it for businesses. Um, and so we'd love you to get in touch if anyone's listening that thinks not only are you doing great things for the planet, but your customers want something that helps them end climate change with every dollar you spend. Yeah, I, I reckon everybody that listens to this show is going to go yes and yes to those two questions because that is what we do here after all. So I'm excited by that. So what does the next 12 to 24 months look like? You know, you're very much focused on bringing this beautiful thing into the world. It's your baby. Uh, it's also very, very important for everyone in Australia to get this out as soon as possible. But what is what happens next? What does it look like after that? Well, now that we've just got the money in the bank from our strategic uh, banking partner, as with everything we do, those dollars are going to be used to deliver on our purpose of helping end climate change with every dollar people spend. So the two big priorities for us right now are really accelerating the tech that we're building, our product development, and iterating it into something that people simply can't put down, ready for the launch. And we're fortunate. We, um, we've got fantastic um, advocates of our solution already 
we've seen people reduce their carbon footprint by 23% once they've connected their bank account and continue to shop greener, which is just awesome. So that's one of the big priorities, really optimizing both products so they are fully ready for launch, even though they're pretty fantastic now. And the second one is really about bringing more businesses as founding partners on for this green economy for launch, because we know that we don't have the time and luxury of waiting to solve this problem. And it's why we've really made the barrier so low for brands to um, to join from a commercial standpoint. Um, no locking contracts or anything like that. And it's to bring scale to this world-first green economy as quickly as possible so we can turn Australia green and then look at what the next big challenge is. Yeah, it all, it all makes sense. And so if you want to find out more, you know, get on that wait list, obviously go to getgreener.com and, and go and have a conversation with these guys and and talk through, you know, a little bit about your business. I'm assuming there's um, uh, there's a few hurdles to, to a degree that you're going to put some testing in place to make sure that people are in fact being green and doing things in a green way, right? You're not just letting anybody in and uh, come be part of this. So what might that look like? What can people expect? Yeah, when I say it's a frictionless experience to join the green economy, that is if you are doing the right things. Yeah. Um, if you're not, then again, we provide you that personalized pathway to get greener as a business through our Greener for Business solution. But greenwash it's been making headlines everywhere lately. So maybe I'll just touch on that for a moment. Yeah. Greenwash, it's an interesting mashup of words. Um, some pe- most people, I guess, are now starting to understand it. But for those that don't, a simple definition really is when a company's claiming to be doing something better for the planet than what they actually are. So how Greener solves for that is we bring transparency for the consumer. And then we bring certain mechanisms to help ensure that these claims, that these transparent claims are actually verified. Now, for the larger businesses, it becomes quite a bit easier. Think of the big guys that have sustainability, not just a sustainability manager, but sustainability teams and budgets. They can go out and afford to buy these independent accreditations and verifications and all these trust marks, which look great. But if you only look at those businesses, you look at what this green economy could look like, you go, hang on, that doesn't feel right. Some of those brands, which we would not allow on the green economy, have certain um, trust marks that we just don't think they qualify. And mm. a good example of that are businesses or large energy companies that may have a climate active certification here in the country to demonstrate that they're reducing emissions, but they're still drilling and fracking emissions in the Northern Territory instead of leveraging much smarter and better solutions. So they would not qualify. For the smaller businesses that can't afford the sustainability teams and can't afford the verifications, Greener for Business makes it really easy for them. So when someone switches to, my example before, 100% certified green power, before they join the green economy and showcase uh, that badge on their profile, they simply upload their bill. Now, some of these actions you can't verify. They're just not possible. And that's where we'll be looking for our consumers and users of our app to really help verify and keep businesses accountable to their claims. But also, and more importantly, or just as importantly, I should say, help bring us and tell us what businesses are doing that are great that we don't even know about yet to Mm -hmm. really continue the excitement and to help people shop green. 
Yeah, love it. I mean, that discovery part, that that community part is, I think, really important. It was just at a Purpose Conference. It was very interesting how brands that are actually smashing it out there all talk about how important it is to have an engaged community of people because ultimately this isn't about the brands. This is about the consumers doing things better. And and it is it is absolutely a symbiotic relationship. So I love everything you just talked about and i can't wait to get access to it myself and i can't wait to be introducing greener into all the brands that i work with so tom thank you so much for joining me today it's been an absolute uh, pleasure and very interesting chatting with you charles thank you so much for having us and um look we're just really excited to be working alongside people like yourselves and many of the others that have been on your podcast who truly are here to make a difference and if we all start channeling that and focusing on it these massive problems that we all think are insurmountable, we'll solve and we'll be so proud of it looking back in the rearview mirror. So thank you. Back to Giles again for my top takeouts. Now, I didn't realise that the average Australian has a 20 tonne carbon footprint per year. That's 10 times higher than the required two tonne if we're to get to net zero. And if we're to have any hope of bringing that down at all, all brands are going to need to make it easier for the consumer. And the Greener app seems like an essential tool towards that goal. I think we can all understand that engaging and activating our brand communities is a vital function for having an impact. But I think we also intuitively understand that we can't truly build a healthier planet if all we do is act in silos. And for that reason, being involved with Greener is actually a no-brainer, but promoting that and bringing your customers to Greener is even better. Help your customers to do better via your brand and help them buy better overall with every dollar they spend. This really is a network effect. And with Greener's smart recommendations, the customers that other brands bring to the platform are going to discover your brand through the app as well. So it's a phenomenal win-win for everyone involved. And it's obvious that other brands think so too. We're maybe six to nine months out before the app officially launches. And already some amazing brands have joined, including Zeroco and T2T, like Tom mentioned, as well as household names like Who Gives a Crap, Bed, Footwear, Floor and Fauna, Elk, Biome, Bondi Born, Moddy Body, and many, many others. So I hope you can see an opportunity for your brand to be involved too. Head over to getgreener.com today and find out how you can become a founding partner ahead of their launch sometime in mid-2023. And I'll put direct links to their partner waitlist, as well as how you can use Greener to make your own business more sustainable at the end of the show notes. I'll be back with you again next week with more stories from the world of sustainable e-commerce. So until then, keep building your brand for a healthier planet.